0: You are listening to the Type 3 Podcast, hosted by Craig Gross, a show for a Type 3 by a Type 3. The podcast is brought to you by EnneagramPodcasts.com, where you can listen to all our shows featuring all nine Enneagram types. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the first edition or first episode whatever you want to call it, of the type three podcast. My name is Craig Gross, and I'm excited you're listening. I thought on this first episode, I would simply give you a little history of my experience with the Enneagram, who I am, why I know for sure I'm a three, and hopefully, as you listen, you go, hey, there's parts of this guy that I can relate to. Because if you're listening, chances are you're a three, you live with a three, you're in business with a three, you're friends with a three, you are the three, and you're just trying to figure things out. So that's what we're going to try and do here on the show. So let me back up. And first of all, just kind of cut to the chase. My friends Levi and Brandy, actually... <laughs> They host Type 1 podcast and Type 9 podcast. They're married. About a year ago, they sent me over a text and they said, Hey, take this test. We want to know what you are. And if you're familiar with the Colby test, the threes that are listening, you know about that. I am a nine on the Colby for the quick start. And so, of course, I did it right away, took the test, said I'm a three. And they're like, okay and that was about it I actually sent it to my wife and it said hey take this test and she's just like oh another test (laughs) because I've had her take the dis test, the Colby test I mean I even have my kids take the Colby test Um, you know we've taken this love personality not love personality I think it's called the how we love test I mean I've kind of all in on these things and she's just like whatever I don't really get this one And I think we did nothing with it. I I read the little bullet points. I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm a three. Fast forward several months, and I'm sitting with a guy named Science Mike and a guy named Michael Gunger. They together have a podcast called The Liturgist. And one of the companies that I run, we create products for social media influencers, authors, artists, Just kind of a range group of people that have platforms. Uh, We help them monetize those things through their own products rather than just selling ads. Because let's be honest. If you've got an audience, they don't want to hear another ad for Blue Apron or 23andMe or Harry's Razors or I don't know what else is out there today. But And so I'm sitting down there with them. And we're, you know, they had met Science Mike previously. And so it was kind of interesting because I just said, hey, out of all the podcasts, I don't know how many podcasts they've had, but they've been at this thing for quite a long time. uh, What, you know, what could we kind of build off of? You know, what what was a huge episode that we could go a little deeper with? And so Gunger's just kind of writing on his phone real quick. And he's like, okay, I got 10 ideas. And I was like, great. This is Awesome. And I think number one was, hey, our Enneagram episode has, I think at the time, maybe four million downloads. And it was just like, oh yeah, that's kind of popular. Um, we could do something on that. And so we started kind of kicking around. I was like, oh, that damn Enneagram. Yeah, that, that's that thing. And so I went back, I listened to a little bit of that episode and and then we had agreed to, hey, let's develop that. Let's, let's do a video series. Let's find a... They knew of an enneagram expert, and let's bring her in. And she was living in Scotland, I think, at the time. And and let's shoot this. So we ended up shooting this actually at my house. Spent all day one day. I, I was in on most of it, and you know, here I am, kind of learning more about it. And I was like, okay, this is great. This is actually like this is better than some of these other things that that I've taken. I see why there's such interest and. You know, we released a video series. You can you can find that on shop. a Little plug for that. But um, after that, it was actually the original guests that they the original they, the guests that Gunger and Science Mike had on their podcast were. They, I guess they wrote a book together called um, The Path Between Us, or no, the way the way back to you and then they split up or whatever, I don't know. There was a woman and a guy, and then the guy read another book and the woman wrote another book. And so I see Gun- I see uh, Science Mike's endorsing this book, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll grab the book. The book is kind of easy to digest. And um, yeah, I think that's the one that's called The Path Between Us. And so it's, it's navigating the Enneagram in your relationships. And so I start reading that and I was like, oh, this is awesome my wife's not really big in the self-help book. She wasn't a huge fan. I didn't think of the Enneagram. Funny. She's hosting the type five podcast now. And I just, I start reading it to her out loud. Cause I was like, Oh my goodness. I actually sent an audio file and a screenshot of some of the stuff about the three and the nine. Cause my friend Levi's a nine. I sent it back to him and his wife. And I was like, Hey, wow, this is why a three goes to a nine. And Levi and I just hung out, I think, at Coachella. And it was, it was just fascinating to learn more about me as a three and the people around me. And I was like, oh, okay, I love Cliff Notes. Um, I felt like this book cliff notes you really easily. Um, the, the, a lot of what's in the Enneagram. And they pull out the stuff that you can kind of find that pertains to you. Um, and so that's what I liked about it. I feel like a lot of this stuff on the Instagram, you got to listen to hours of content or read a whole book to just get a little nugget or a little takeaway. And so this, you can kind of, uh, you know, I remember a friend, a business partner of mine, that uh, is an eight. I, I remember just screenshotting something for him on that. I was like, hey, you got to get this book, and it really helped me understand the people around me a lot more. And I would say that was all of five weeks ago from. Today, that I'm actually recording episode one. And in the middle of that, and I'll get into this in future episodes, but a ton of stuff has gone into my life. I'm 42 years old. I got a 15 year old, a 12 year old. Uh, She'll be 13 next month. I've been married now 20 years in August. Um, I've been running really hard, I think, as a three for years. And before even the enneagram stuff i've started to make some changes and then i get the enneagram on top of this and i was just like oh my goodness like wow one it kind of affirmed some of the changes that i started to make in my life two it kind of gave me perspective on like thank god i'm doing these things cuz i'm exhausted i'm i'm kind of burning out and and three I would say in my marriage, particularly, 20 years of marriage, if we could rewind 20 years ago when we're 20-something and get married and knew this knowledge now, oh my gosh, like would we save some nightmares and some fights and some headaches? And beyond all that, would we have learned at 22 that like, wow, I married a five, not another three. So she's never going to be like me. And she married a three, not another five. So I'll never be like her. So instead of that tension that we often have in marriage to change each other, um, you know, you shift that with some of this thought on the Enneagram and you start realizing your differences and how great it is when it comes to you being a team. And that struggle of just turning her or him into you is never really going to work. But I think the Enneagram to me wrapped so much more clarity around embracing who we are individually. And then as a team, how we not only balance each other out, but how we strengthen each other. And I would say, I mean, I'm not a, you know, the biggest advocate for counseling, um, being a three, I'm not a feeler. Um, You know, I know the fours out there are going to, you know, love being in counseling, you know, five times a week. Um, I like the practical stuff. I actually, in the middle of all this stuff, signed up for for coaching because I thought, oh, maybe I want to be a coach. And so I took four coaching lessons with a a company just to see what that was all about. And I can say from counseling, and yes, I've done, you know, marriage counseling, not, you know, I've, I've paid for marriage counseling. I've been to conferences. I've been to I've watched and read probably more books than most people when it when it comes to not just self-help but business and marriage and family and parenting. I I would say I, I dive into that stuff. And the coaching, the counseling, I'm gonna say it. The stuff that I'm learning from the Enneagram that's out there, that's free, is probably more beneficial than most everything I've chased after to maybe solve some of those, those problems. And that's why we're here today. I'm sitting on a plane and, a, I don't know, a week ago, that's kind of how, how this kind of rolled out, and I register type3podcast.com. And I was like, "You know what I would like <laughs> i I would like to explore this more. I would like to talk you know when I find myself connecting with somebody else that's a three, and you know it's not just this bond, but it's like, "Hey, you get me, I get you, and it's like there's a lot to learn and and then there's also this thought of when a three can talk to a five and you can understand each other. So I was like, "Hey, I'll do this podcast and for me i, I lately I've been in this kind of deal where I come up with stuff that seems like way too much and I've been shutting down all those ideas going I don't need another business I don't need another product I don't need another thing and this one just kind of sat there and as I registered the domain name I just thought this is like a passion this isn't a product this isn't um any of that it's just man I want to do this so the next day I'm sitting at a spa um I'm sitting in a, a jacuzzi, like just taking a break. And my wife, you know, we had we, we just, uh, she was she was getting this treatment. I was just sitting in the spa. We met at that like court, not courtyard, but like that area where you just kind of hang out with the men and the women. And um, I just, I got fired up. I was like, Jeanette, I'd actually started telling her about the three podcasts idea the night before and she fell asleep while I was telling her about it, which I was like, okay, I was okay with. Now, if you rewind that for like a month prior, I'd be pissed. Like you fall asleep. Now I get it. The fives have the least amount of energy pretty much besides the nine. Um, Hey, she fell asleep. I'm just going a mile a minute. So I was like, hey, I told you this last night, but in the spy, I had this better idea and you're going to love it, but you're going to hate it. And she's like, well, what? And I was like, type one podcast, type two podcast, type three podcast. And, and I just kind of said, we do nine podcasts with nine different guests. Screw the Enneagram experts. And when I say that, here's what I mean by that. Like, my wife's a five. If I put an Enneagram expert as a co-host with her, she's going to think they have everything to say and what she has to say isn't worth anything and she won't talk and they'll do all the talking and everyone listening that's a five will go, I just really wanna hear the five. And so my thought is like, we could interview Enneagram experts. We can interview whoever we want. We could interview other fives. We could interview other threes. But the thought was, I wanna find nine distinctly different people that are geeked up on the Enneagram and let them run with it. Each show would look different. Each idea would look different. And I said, hey, you'll love this idea because she's just been kind of all over the internet looking for more information. And a lot of stuff starts and then it stops or it's just bad. Or you have to like watch an hour to get five minutes worth of knowledge. And she's like, oh, I I love it. And then she says she'll do it. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, this is crazy. Because fives, if you know anything about that, they don't want to share their thoughts or feelings or be out in front and she joked like well if it's only fives listening they won't ever write mean comments and be vocal because they're fives so that's kind of a little bit about my kind of passion and when i say screw the enneagram expert no like we'll have plenty on and there's some amazing people that have written books and figured this thing out and i'm not trying to reinvent that none of our hosts on this show are they did all the work and it's out there and to me I'm an expert at being a 3 cuz i know nothing about being a 5 other than being married to one but so i know a little bit but for me to host that podcast no like hey i get being a 3 and so sometimes you know I, i'm in the church world it bothers me a lot That we have professional pastors. I mean, I am one of them. Um, Not in a church, but I got ordained. So if you want me to do your wedding or funeral, um, I can give you a package deal on both. Um, But it bothers me because you go back to the Bible and it's just like, no, we didn't really have professional pastors. And so I get bothered that on a Sunday morning, I've got to listen to the professional expert. Like, really, you're an expert at what? The Bible? At being around church people all day? At Greek? At, like, what? Being on the sidelines? (laughs) Because, like, you've surrounded yourself with other Christians and nobody from the outside world. Like, how much more would it be incredible to be around or not around, but listen to a speaker that's like, yeah, I've worked 9 to 5, you know, as a UPS driver. And I've got a lot to say about my conversations with the Lord as I drive around town, as I meet people, as I kind of work out my faith. Like, I would love church like that. It's not going to happen because we're, like, so afraid of, like, well, is that guy qualified or woman? Oh, gosh, heaven forbid it be a woman, Like, oh, we don't allow that. Like, all that BS. And that's where I just kind of frowned on when my one friend's like, well, we should have an expert on all the shows. It's just like, no, we should have people that just are passionate about it. They're learning this stuff. And one of my thoughts was like, I I want people that actually are geeked up enough on this stuff that they're going to do the work. And so that's me. I mean, that's, that's where it's like, I read something and it's like, man, I want to put it into action. I want to learn. I want to, I want to be better, not just with myself. I want to be better in my relationships. I I, I want to, I want to understand people more. You know, like I found out my daughter's a one and yes, I bought her a dog. Actually, she paid for the dog. So We're anti-animals, anti-never going to have a dog, never going to do that. But the more I learned about my daughter and then like the needs and wanting her to be a kid, not this, you, you know, so intense and you can have a dog. Like I would have never done that. I would have never done half the things that as you learn a little bit more about me in this podcast, had I probably not discovered this. So that's, that's my passion behind it. Yes the business the the quick start the idea like somebody's got to put that together so yeah i bought 18 domain names type one podcast two three four i bought enneagram i set this thing up i set up the patreon and said hey guys anyone involved if people do support this like it's just split nine ways like i didn't so somebody's got to just do that and oftentimes it's the three it's the eight that's going to kind of put those pieces together and then gather some people around so if you're a three keep listening here if you're interested there is a bunch of other great podcasts by some great hosts that are all just doing this out of passion so that's that's my excitement for this if you back up I mean I worked a job at Burger King at 13 years old because my dad ran five Burger Kings and I got to work early. And it was like, man, I wanna make some money. I wanna do this. And I worked Burger King for three and a half months. And then I turned 14 and legally I could actually work, but my dad kinda got me in before I turned 14. And at 14, I remember I was making $4.25 an hour and I was, you know, working the fryer and the chicken, making those long-ass chicken sandwiches. And uh, um, sometimes, occasionally, we'd dip my hand and grab it on in a ring or two. And I was like, this is not for me. I've watched my dad work really hard his whole life. I've watched my mom work really hard. And they've provided. It's never been easy. Um, I never understood, you know, just... I mean, my, my dad, yeah, it was, it was hard work and nothing came easy. And for me at 14, I was just like, dude, I'm not working at Burger King. Baseball cards are big in, in the time. I started trading those at school and then I was like, okay, I can buy that from you at a discounted price because you know nothing about it. And then I could go sell it on the weekends at the shows. And so back in the day, it was like, yeah, hey, you go to the Holiday Inn, Howard Johnson, and you would have the dealers that were behind the table that then would buy your card at a discounted price and then they would double it and sell it. And I was like, screw that. How do you get to be a dealer? So you needed a seller's permit. You needed a couple other things and you had to pay 40, 60 bucks for a booth. I convinced my friend uh, Jesse we should do this and it was off to the races. I mean, it was such a fun season Uh, This is all before Pogs came out. And, man, I've never enjoyed baseball. I like basketball. I like football. But baseball cards were kind of the best. Um, We started selling Friday nights at the Howard Johnson, Sundays at the Holiday Inn's. I mean, I was just, I quit my job. And it was on. And I loved it. And so the entrepreneurial kind of mind, creating stuff not working for like on your schedule I think that's just it's all I've known Uh, pogs came out I was like oh this sucks I gotta get a real job Um, I didn't want to really go in the pog market Uh, I ended up going on a mission trip to Venezuela uh, before my senior year in high school I sold a bunch of baseball cards I I, you know I, I made some money doing that and and I mean this was like yeah yeah, I love the Lord. And I was like, oh, I want to play soccer and tennis overseas. I came back told my mom, I'm going to become a pastor. They all kind of laughed. It was just like, really? And i moved to Southern California to become, study to become a pastor. And, you know, the main reason for the next couple of years, a guy named Tom Ramsey, he discipled me and he kind of showed me what this was like. And I wanted to be him, and so I studied youth ministry, became a youth pastor, and I worked. I got out of school in three years instead of four because um, school's expensive; it's a waste of time. Um, I'm not big in education; I'm huge into learning, but college and high school and all that stuff just it's just a waste of time for me. But I needed the degree; I get the degree; I got the job at the big church, the junior high guy, and. I don't know, four months into that was like, bye. Like, I had an idea with a friend to, to to create something in that youth space that made sense and it worked and we were speaking and it was like, hey, we could get these jobs back um, if we want them. And when we're 40 one day, we don't want to look back and go, hey, remember when we had a chance to do something? Now we got kids, we're married and a dog. Like it's harder to quit, but it's easy at 22, three months into marriage, four months into a job that like, hey, I wanna do something else. And so we did it. I started a nonprofit in 1998, went full-time with it in 99, and created youth events, went on to do a number of things, traveled across the world, spoke in front of almost probably a million people between 98 now and 2018. One of the projects that was created out of that original organization was called triplexchurch.com And that was just this safe place online to talk about porn. And a lot of that was right time, right place. 2002, the internet had kind of hit. People were looking at porn. I saw the church doing nothing. And I thought, hey, we could respond and do something in a better way or in the only way. And... Help people, so I've been running that organization now for since two thousand and two started a couple other things uh well a couple several I mean the list is long, and <laughs> that's the fun part like a lot of people don't know about me you know they don't they, they know me as like oh, you're the porn guy, and it's like man, the threes I think you guys will enjoy like just the like my I guess my story is just like I don't want to do you know, I watched my parents, and it was just like, no, I don't want to do that, but I never thought like that you know I never knew what this was, I just knew this was a little bit different, and so starting our own organization gave me the freedom to to just start a number of things you know we we've done youth conferences with thousands of kids we've done triple X church, we have stronger marriages, we've done resources for for parents we've we've done You know, a number of things kind of inside that box. On the other side, I've started, I don't know, ventured in haircut salons. Um, That was a fun, you know, sports-themed deal that we started two of those. Um, What else I've done? Started a number of different things. Most recently, the last couple years, have started this other company working with Uh, like I said, authors and artists, uh, helping them create their products. Um, Been selling video courses since 2007 when no one knew what a video course was. Um, We've sold accountability software. We've given out a software called X3 Watch. Over a million people um, started that in 2004. So I've done a lot of things that I have known nothing about, but I've seen a need, and I figured out either how to do that or how to bring people around. And even this Enneagram idea for a podcast. It's just like, hey, yeah, I never claimed to be an Enneagram expert, but hey, there's a need and there's a hole in this market right now for people to get just the information they want about them. And hey, if no one else is going to do it, let's do it. So that kind of gives you kind of a rundown. Um, currently, when I say going to going through some changes, like I said, teenage kids, time short. My daughter's just switching to wanting to be homeschooled. My son at 15 has graduated and is done with high school. Uh, you might laugh or you might go, that's awesome. You can hit me up later on that or I'll talk about it. That was his choice, but yeah, that was my, uh, I gave him that option and we figured out a way to do it. He's got a high school diploma. He can work as a legal 18 in, uh, in Hollywood. And he has a ton of other opportunities and things and passions um, that I can 't wait these next three years while he should still be in school. Um, man, I get to to teach him some things and, and be around him and that is fascinating and and just just I think uh, man so 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 awesome. Um, my daughter has wants nothing to do with my school; <laughs> she wants to go to normal school. So, because of those changes, we just kind of said, "Hey, yeah, let's." Uh, we have some flexibility and some freedom to, to not, to, to not do things as everybody else is doing them. So we're in this middle of, I would say, saying yes to a lot more things, but also saying no to a lot more things. If that makes sense. Uh, on my screen right now, on my phone, it just says, "Say no to everything except for the things that you love," and. Um, I'm learning even a lot of the things that I found myself really good at. I just always thought I just got to keep doing those. And then I realized, hey, I don't love them. And I'm in this kind of quest to to really find some things that I really do love. Um, That's not even talking about changing careers. That's even inside the the, the rules that I have in these different companies. Um, But really just trying to specify... Uh, and find, target in on those things that I know, hey, this is what I should be doing, and so for for me, I'm on, on this kind of fun journey like I said, my wife and I, it'll be 20 years here in uh, August, we have no huge plans because we threw the biggest party I think we've ever thrown for our 19th anniversary, and it was a costume party in Vegas, it was awesome, and we just wanted to do that at because we didn't want to wait for 20, but we also said nobody's ever been invited to a 19-year anniversary. So that gives you a little bit about me. I mean, just, I would say pretty left of center, always that guy that's like, I'm a rule breaker. I mean, my kid's supposed to read a book. Animal Farm, what the hell? Like, I read Animal Farm. Well, I didn't. I was supposed to. Why I hate school, you're telling me in... 20 years, no, 30 years since I've been in school. Animal Farm's still the only book a ninth grader is supposed to read? Like, no, like, no. Hey, read the clip notes. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm the guy that's like, hey, my son had finals. It's like, hey, if you got a B and the finals were 20%, if you get a 50% on the final, you average that out, you're still going to get a C. Plus. Like, hey, don't waste your time studying. You got lines to memorize or you got work to go do over here and man so I love shortcuts I love the cliff notes I love the I listen to podcasts at two times speed my wife it drives her nuts like they sound like chipmunks it's like the same information I want to go fast but at the same time I'm learning what it's like to slow down I'm learning what I'm missing by running too fast and it's been fun it's been fun thinking for so long that like being a three is so awesome because like guess what you take that test and i'm not gonna lie you don't want to be a six i'm just i mean i'm just gonna say it like you're taking that test and you're like damn like i, I hope and deep down inside if you're a three you knew you were a three or you want to be a three because none of those other numbers have what a three has like we even did some shirts for the liturgists and the three The shirt says, does this shirt make me look successful? And it's got a big spotlight. And it's funny, and I have the shirt, and I wear it. And you're like, yeah, because I'm a three. And you're like, I'm the shit. Like, that's kind of what us threes have. I mean, oftentimes, people would say we're arrogant or we're overconfident um, because we've achieved something. Um, Whether that's big or small, like, or many things or one things, like, you're running at a different pace than most others. I mean, our competitive nature. Like, I mean, I never knew, like, why does it bother my wife so bad that, like, I yell at the referees at my kid's soccer game? Well, I mean, I was a coach, so I'm allowed to... And then I, I mean, they missed the call. <laughs> or just, like... I'm that guy. And it's like, whether it's fantasy football or whether it's coaching or whether it's playing or whether it's poker, I mean, dude, I want to win. You know, if it's my team, I love the Packers. I like the Golden State Warriors. Like, I, I mean, I want them to win. And if they don't win, I, you know, it's like you take that on. And I mean, a lot of people don't get it. But if you're listening, you get it. I mean, like... I've had three undefeated seasons, two for my son and one for my daughter, in their soccer. And it's like we're the best. And yeah, at a young age, I take credit for that. Like, yes, I had a great players, um, but at that age, I mean, there's something to say about the coaching and the the idea of coach wants to win just as bad, if not more, than the players. Um, you can imagine what that conversation was like. Um, I had, didn't make my whole family read essentialism a couple years ago. If you haven't read that, but I put some quotes on the fridge and one of them says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And you know, could you imagine that conversation when my daughter's like, Hey dad, um, soccer's not a hell yes. And I was like, okay, you don't have to play anymore. She was good. I mean, we were just, it was awesome. And now she dances. I can't coach her there. I can't dance. Um, it makes me upset. And even speaking about that, I mean, I'm just giving you kind of the rundown about... But So, you know, if any of this stuff connects with you. Like, my daughter, I, she's doing this dance thing that I don't know... I can't dance at all. You can't be in the room. My wife takes... I mean, I show up for the two-minute thing when she does the, rehe- the... Not just the recital, the competition. I get pissed at the judges, although I can't yell at them because I'm like, no... That's just like you you score a goal and the ball goes in and that's a point. Dancing like you got 9 point, you got double diamond platinum whatever. It's like no, says who? I she's she's better. You know, I'm that guy and recently like this this just and, and I joke about it, but it also like it does make me upset. Uh, there's a TV show coming out. And it's called Dance with Your Dad. Uh, it's on CBS, and the grand prize is like a hundred thousand dollars or college education. So I was like, "No, let's. You're not go No, don't waste it on college. So we'll take the hundred grand." And they wanted a daughter and a dad, and it's like Dancing with Your Stars, but it's like Dancing with Your Dad. And so all that to say is, we try out. They love us, like our personality. Our video was better than anybody's video because. Like, dude, we shot it nice. There's a story. I mean, I even got a private lesson from my daughter's dance teacher to kind of have this routine. Like, we went all out. They loved us. They had us back for another, and, and I'm like, we're getting on the show. Can we win it? Ah, not my daughter's just as competitive as I am, but she's not a rule breaker. That's the one. So I was like, I don't know if we can win it, but like, damn, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be good. Because, like, get me some, like, great teaching, and I can figure this stuff out. We send in our second tape, and we never hear back from the lady. It's because the second tape sucks so bad. I had to learn an hour and a one and a half minute, which felt like an hour and a half, of some Bruno Mars song. And the video's horrible. Like, I can't do it. And my mind doesn't go that way. And I'm like, why? I can't pick up the choreo. I can't move. And so... I just found out some other guys on it and it just kind of pissed me off because I was like, wait, that guy got on the show? Oh, of course. And so for me, like failing at something, I've never danced, so why did I think I could do it? And, but there's something in me, and like the, the three in us, that's like, I could do that. Like, yeah, give me a lesson or give me, and then when you, you, you get told no and then you watch the tape back and I was like, oh, I totally sucked at that. Dang it. Uh, You know, I'm not crying about it. I've moved on. But it does make me mad. Like, that because the three, the achiever, like, you want want to be successful. You want to do that. And, And I think part of what I'm learning is to not, like, quote LeVar Ball, but, like, stay in your lane. And there's some things that if you want to be successful in as a three... Sometimes we go way too wide and think we could do it all. And yet we're like, no, dude, what business do I really have on a dance floor? None. And obviously I've just been told that. So, I mean, that's me. I live, uh, been living in Los Angeles, Uh, you know, grew up in Sacramento. So West Coast, Uh, because of my work, I've gotten to travel kind of all over, meet a bunch of interesting people. Most everybody that's on this network, you know, or collective of shows that we have are friends of mine, um, or you know, people I've met kind of along the way. So I'm excited, I'm excited for you to keep listening, excited for you to listen to these other shows as well. Um, and feel free, I mean, type three at Enneagram podcast.com If you've got any questions, if you have any ideas for the show, if you've got things that you want me to hit, if you've got guests that, that you think would be great, great you know, interviews, all that, I would say send my way, even if it's not even regardless, to the threes. That email will go to me. And like I said, I'm, I'm kind of the one um, just kind of rallying everybody else around it and sharing some of that content and, and, and different people. Um, that we have access to with this group so keep listening i don't i don't i think what to expect from this show expect just to hear more uh, i'm going to interview i mean the people i have in my life i've got great friends that are fours i've got some great friends that are nines um my wife's a five my son's a seven and my daughter's a one um Man, so when it comes to, I know they say most of the world's sixes, but I can't find one for the life of me. Um, don't, I know a few twos, but, you know, I'll try and round out and, and cover everybody, you know, with, so if you're married to a four and man, we'll, we'll talk to a four and we'll, we'll say, hey, here's what threes need to be aware of with the fours. Um, we'll talk more, just direct, wool, will like I'm, it's me, you know, about being a three and what that looks like. So that's what you're going to get. I'll keep these coming as um, as I got something to say. There's no, uh, the, we're holding this thing pretty loosely. There's no firm schedule that every Tuesday at seven, there's a new podcast. No, we'll do it when we can. But I will say this, I'll have more shows than the nine um, because I think there's a lot to say here on this topic. So keep listening. Thanks for listening to this first one. Hey, share this, like I said, brand new kind of, uh, collaborative effort that we've got so share this if you like this with your friends uh, hopefully as they start listening the idea is hey you find yourself in in one of us um, maybe it's just a little bit of yourself but you go oh man I can relate and that guy's talking my language or that gal's talking my language so thanks for listening to this first one I'll be back with another episode thanks again Thanks for listening. Feel free to send questions or ideas or feedback to type3 at EnneagramPodcasts.com. And make sure to subscribe to the show. And if you would like to support this collective, head over to EnneagramPodcasts.com and find out different ways to support the shows.